The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast with hosts Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> no, no, no. The zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a joke, Dave. Dave, Dave smells like nougat. Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. All right, welcome to Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by you. We were slacked off in October. We didn't get you to Drunk History, but we're going to give you two in November, we promise. Uh, <coughs> donate if you can, but if you can't donate, go to iTunes and give us a nice five-star review. That will help us almost as much as a donation. So just take the five minutes, go to iTunes, give us a review, tell the world how awesome we are. It will help us tremendously. Uh or if you hate Dave, you or can maybe you hate Dave, you can just you know, star maybe. you know, whatever. Just a star, five star. The just review us. That's what counts. Um, the Saints are fucking five and two, and Kevin, if I told you the Saints would be five and two, and they would win a game where Drew Brees didn't throw a touchdown, they would lose the turnover battle two to one, and basically self-implode in the fourth quarter on offense, yet win, would you say I believed in unicorns? I mean, you put, I mean, well, of course you put all those qualifiers on it. I'm going to say you obviously need to be committed and subjected to electroshock therapy. Um, the fact that the saints are five and two at all. And again, we can just, we can go back to, we can go back to last week. In fact, I'll say this next week and every week for the rest of the year, uh, I am amazed that they are above 500, period, uh, let alone are at the top of the division. And I said last week that 10 and 6, see, it, it seemed like a very good possibility. Five and, and four the rest of the way will get you 10 and 6. Right, and it still looks very good. Like, it still looks like, it still looks like that's happening. And with the way, the way the rest of the division is played, uh, again, ten and six is likely going to win you the division. Dave, that crowd seemed really feisty. Like my mom was like, nobody left, and that crowd. I mean, like the crowd seems really. I mean, obviously they're winning, they're into it, but even when the Saints were winning, this isn't this isn't LSU, Ralph. Come on. Well, I mean, oh, I, I thought there were a lot of people that left early. Really? I, I, I actually, yeah, I disagree with your mom. No. Oh. Maybe on the club level, you know, more so maybe in the club level. But I, I thought that I thought it kind of thinned out uh, way earlier than it should have, to be honest oh. with you. Yeah. So, what do you got to say about that, Mrs. Ralph? Miss <laughs> Smallpaw, she was like, the crowd stayed. They were they were excited. They were into it. 
Actually, I was on the national broadcast that I was watching. I could definitely hear Bears fans. Yeah. At some point. Yeah, they, they, you know, they, they always put the away team fans. They're always in that one corner. Um, and you can tell that the, the teams that have fans that travel better than others, um, because you'll always hear, uh, you know, when the Steelers come to town or, or like this week with the Bears, um, you can definitely hear from that one corner. It'll, it'll it'll get loud at certain key parts hey, of the game. Here's, the, I never teams. I never advocate violence against other fans, but if somebody's dressed as Ditka, yelling "Go Bears!" I don't condone violence, but I understand it. Like <laughs> like dressing as Ditka in the Superdome. Like Ralph, it, you really you really hate Ditka. I it's 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 triggering, Andrew. It's fucking triggering. Okay. Yeah, I I get it. Um, Andrew, this this defense, like, I'm not sure that it's good, but I'm pretty confident when they play a shitty offense or an offense that has major problems, like that offense isn't scoring on the Saints. Is that a fair thing? Like after seven weeks, like I like I was pretty confident. Like the Bears, like they weren't gonna put. I was like, they're not gonna put up 24, 30 on the Saints. It's not gonna happen. You know, there were moments that were pretty awful, and both I, I actually rewatched both games last night, and man, there were some moments. What in both the, games? What What are you talking about? Oh, I'm sorry, Packers and Bears. Oh, oh. the last two games. Um, there were moments in both games where I mean, just you know, the the runs, the quarterback runs. Huntley had a couple big ones. He had the touchdown run, and then you know, Trubisky obviously had the big 50 yarder. Um, you know, in both games, they gave up huge goal line carries where, you know, both teams are pinned deep inside their own territory and they break off a huge run and get out of trouble. So, you know, th- there's just been bad moments, but then you look at the total points and bears had what 12 points and Packers had barely more than that. Um, and it's, it's interesting how, even though within those games, there's just moments where you're like, ugh, they might be kind of bad. Uh, they're, Overall, I mean, they're getting turnovers, which helps, but they're, I, I wouldn't say like their back end play is elite. I wouldn't say their pass rush is great. Uh, I wouldn't say their tackling is great. I mean, there's nothing Ken I would Crawley, say. Ken Crawley, looking at you, Ken Crawley. I, I wouldn't say there's anything they do defensively that's great, but they just, I don't know. They, like, they hor- seem to. They aren't like horrifically bad, though. Oh, like, no. You know, like. No, they, no, no. Like they just, they don't have the. The oh my god, there's no one within 20 yards of it. You know, we don't have Kevin coming on this. You know, Kevin, I feel like the last three years, like a weekly thing during the season was you ranting and raving about like two plays where we're just like, what the fuck is going on? And they just they like those big moments are, are. I mean, they had the Bears had a couple of them, but like. The Trubisky run was just they had everybody covered and he just took off running. They busted the long run, but I mean. Uh, Kevin. I just don't feel like the team is the defense, that the defense was gashed all game on the, they, on the they ground. They just look like a seven and nine team to me. Like, I, 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 if, you, if you take out the one run by Jordan Howard, uh, I mean, I think they're not. I think their stats look pretty good. And Trubisky. Yeah, if you take out the that's a hundred yards of rushing right there, and they ran for yeah. one fifty-seven. Yeah, I mean. Okay. <clears throat> Kevin, I saw on Twitter, I don't know who said it, but they said that this, this Saints team is kind of like a, like if the 2006 Saints and the 2013 Saints got together and had a baby, like this would be that team. 
Like their their offense isn't great, and their defense is like kind of meh. But it like the combination of it gets them to ten and six. Is that a is that a fair assessment? Like seven games in, like what what team do you does this remind you of? Maybe. Uh, I. I, I don't know if I would even say the 06 team. Well, you know, maybe the 06. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Might be maybe the 06 or the 07 team because Drew wasn't like Drew became good, but he didn't start hitting this like. Oh, it wasn't like 2009 to 2011 breeze. Right. It, it, it was that. And so maybe, you know, maybe one of those early seasons on the offense where they were where they were figuring out how to, how to do things. Point. And then, you know, defensively, yeah, maybe may like that 2013 defense. Yeah, I mean, like, Andrew, that's a good point that, that uh, Kevin makes about, you know, like 2006 Drew Brees, like, he was good and it was awesome. But, but after 2006, nobody was like, you know what, Drew Brees is going to throw for 5,000 yards four times and he's going to own every fucking passing record that ever was. Like, we weren't saying that after 2006. You know, we were like, Drew Brees is good and we want a playoff game and he's re- and he's going to be really good for a decade maybe and we have a really good quarterback. But nobody was like, he's going to be a fucking machine, you know? No, no. Does it? Yeah, I mean, I just think, well, I mean, if you look at offense, the big concern to me is just third down. I think they're running the ball pretty well. So, I mean, anytime you do that that's going to help you offensively and I think on first and second down you know there's the element of surprise with play action and some of the screens they like to run and so they've had a lot of plays I think on first and second down be successful just because of their ability to play play call and and get mismatches and all that stuff but as soon as it gets into third down and teams know they're throwing and they can't get as fancy with the play calling and they can't run the ball and just comes down to you know are the receivers going to beat you and is your pass rush going to get there in time? Like that, that's what third down is all about. And I just think when it gets to third down, the pass protection is spotty because they've had so many guys get hurt and the receivers are not that great. They, they have they, open. Kevin, we used to have a theory. I think, I think you might've even created it. It was like the South park 
gnome underpants theory of Saints passing. It was like step one, Drew Brees throw a touchdown pass. Step two, question mark. Step three, touchdown. I feel like this receiving core for the Saints is like stretched that theory to the limit of like how shitty can the Saints receivers be and still be functioning passing. I feel like we're at that point because it's like Michael Thomas, Snead is hurt, and the rest are kind of yeah, I mean, and, and well, honestly, yesterday Drew Brees wasn't wasn't throwing too much, uh, too many deep balls. Like he hit that, he hit one deep pass to uh, again for Kamara, again. Yolo, and 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 it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, everything just seemed to be like much shorter. Like, and I mean, yeah, he hit Josh Hill a couple of times. He was hitting. Ingram and he was hitting Kamara out of the backfield or on like some on like the weird. Uh, Fleener on the team like, still. I feel like he's not. Mm-hmm. I, I, I only I only know Fleener's on the team because I saw JJ talking to him on the sideline <laughs> pregame on the same Snapchat. That's the only way. That's the only reason I know Fleener's on the team. And Sneed, yes, yeah, Sneed. I, I didn't. I didn't know. If, I didn't see the snap counts, but uh, I was kind of like four plays. Yeah, I was going to say I was kind of paying attention, and he was. He was never in the game. Uh, I was watching it the whole game. I mean, he just—he was the, just always standing next to the coach, waiting to go in, and, and but never getting called. Did Tommy Lee Lewis get more offensive snaps than Seed? Yeah, I think he did. He is in the doghouse or something because it's either that. I mean, it's either that or he's just not totally. Maybe you know, they—they they, they, they well, really want to slowly bring him back up to speed with the injury thing, but it, it's got to be one of those well, two. Dave, There's no reason. Speaking of the, speaking of the offense, you're, but I don't, I, I just, I don't understand though. I, I feel like it can't be the latter. I feel like it, I feel like it's got to be a doghouse thing because what, what's the point in dressing him and wasting yeah, that's uh, true. an active roster spot? If you, if, uh, if you know he's injured, I mean, you can bring him along and get him up to speed during the week in practice. I mean, you don't need to waste the spot during a, a game. Uh, so it does make me, Think maybe uh, maybe you're right. Maybe he is in the doghouse. Well, Sneed, uh, to me, Sneed. Um, I mean, he, he's completely nuked. I mean, there, there's still a whole half of a season left, so maybe he'll get a chance here. But you remember there was the whole contract talk in the off season, and Brandon Coleman's he, closer to an extension than Willie Sneed is. I agree. No, it's a good call. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying Brandon Coleman's going to get paid, but Brandon Coleman's going to get like if if they're going to extend, like Brandon Coleman will get like. Four million dollars a year for like three years, but Dave, your boyfriend fumbled twice. Uh, Are you like we're, we're breaking up? We're on a we're on a break. <laughs> we're on a break. Um, yeah, no, it was disappointing. I was just thinking at the start of the podcast when you were talking about you know what this game felt like, and um, you remember that time we played the Chargers and they fumbled away twice. They did. Um, they did. And, I and didn't think us, of that, but that's a good. That's remember all, that game? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we were we were well on our way to doing the same thing. We were about to pull a full on Chargers. I felt and you never like go, they were you never go full charge. I felt like they were fucked when it was seventeen to twelve, and the Bears. You know what? Had the ball. I, I, yeah, I was like, I, I, I was like, they're I, doomed. I, I feel the exact opposite. I, I was actually very confident the whole game, and what I really felt, and it, and it wound up happening and becoming true but i was like this secondary these these, this d they're gonna get a a turnover most likely an interception uh i mean i just i don't know why i'm i'm not saying i'm psychic or anything but that was just kind of how it felt it kind of felt like 
they, they're just at some point they're going to get an interception. And of course they got it uh, late in the game. I mean, AJ Klein dropped one earlier that he should have definitely had. Uh, I mean, that motherfuckers were back. He dropped, he uh, dropped one in the Packers game too. Yeah, he, you're right. You're right. In, in the end zone, I think that one was um, uh, in the Packers game. So, I don't know, but no, I was, I was, I was confident the whole time. I never felt worried. The Saints were leading from the very beginning, and I know they were fumbling it away, but I had a lot of confidence in the defense. I really, wow. I, it's crazy to say that. I, I really, really did, and I, and I, and I just had a feeling. I said, at some point, these guys are going to get a takeaway. They're going to, they're going to pick this ball, yeah. and of course, and of course, not surprised. And I'm not. I wish I had my buddy who I took to the game with me to corroborate the story because obviously, you know, everybody listening is like, yeah, okay, whatever, Dave, whatever, Dave. And that's, that's fair. But I, I promise you, I promise you. But, uh, but yeah, Marshawn Lattimore, I mean, he's like, he's, he's becoming the 2009 version of Darren Sharper with just well, he's, significantly less rape. Well, here's him. <laughs> just slightly less rapey. All pro corner, 20% less rapey. No, he's a hundred percent less rapey. Um, so hopefully, the the thing is with Sean Lattimore is I think we're reaching the point in the program with him where he's not going to get interceptions because teams are just like going to be like nah we're not we're not he throwing. got targeted two times yeah. I think I think PFF said two times Kevin here's one a- pass defense and one interception <laughs> so you don't want to throw to Marshawn Lattimore Kevin, bad things are going to happen when you look at Marshawn Lattimore Kevin here's my Halloween costume tell me if you think it's going to be a hit I'm going as a ghost my PJ Williams jersey arrived today in the mail. <laughs> Is that is that a good is that a good Halloween costume? <laughs> Kevin has no response. Kevin. Or he or he hung up. Oh, I think he just fainted. Kevin from the hilarity. Is he on mute? I think Kevin turned into a ghost. I think Kevin's on mute. How old are you there? <laughs> wait, 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 is is Kevin doing his best PJ Williams in person? <laughs> He's there, I think. I don't know. <laughs> um, so I, I, I was proud of that joke. Um, I should have used it in my column, but I didn't think of it soon enough. Uh, no, don't waste the good stuff on on, on WWL. <laughs> Man, well, we had to take. I had to take out my PF. Uh, PFT commenter joke about it's not a catch unless you wake up with the ball. Uh, after your surgery to get your leg uh, reset, um, I had to take it I'm out. Glad somebody is look. I'm glad somebody is editing over there. Well, they had to take it out because I can't believe you even thought that that was going to get passed. No, it did get passed. But then when he was like, uh, when he when when I when we saw this morning that he might lose his leg, we're like, we got it. I was like, you got to take that out because it's insensitive. But last <laughs> night, like no one said that he was going to lose his leg last night. I didn't see that. Well, it's, a, it's no, official. It's official that he's keeping the leg, right? Yeah, yeah. He had the surgery was successful. He's okay, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. no, he's not okay, but I mean, he's he, not, he may never play football again. I mean, he was yeah. he's like 33, 34 already. Yeah. So yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what happened to Kevin if he if he muted or he had to eject because of work, but he's still there supposedly. I see his little symbol. So Kevin, if you if you can hear us, just chime in, and we'll 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 get you back up. Or he's or Sun, or no or he's talking to himself right now and he's muted and he doesn't realize it and he's just going. But he would he, he would, but he would hear us. He's really staying. He he's really staying committed to the PJ Williams character here. Yeah, he is. He, he's gone. He probably <laughs> had impressive. He probably, well, Kevin, it's disappointing. He he wanted to talk about Halloween candy. He did, but he there he is. Held are you back? 
Can you guys hear me? Yes. <laughs> Did you miss my P? My I felt like my PJ Williams joke was gone. That, that was a great. No, PJ. no. I heard the whole thing. I was responding. <laughs> you and then were you guys responding. just never said anything and then started talking like, oh, did Hell mute himself? And I checked my phone. I did not mute myself. For whatever reason, <laughs> Skype is being a pain in the ass. Uh, right. I only consider Skype a pain in the ass when, when you start, when you all start sounding like chipmunks and I have to do major editing, which we haven't had to do this yet. We are the chipmunks. So, but, but, but Kevin, uh, me and, me and, me and, I think he caught the ball and no. the refs fucked no. him. Not, not by the rule. No. Nope. And Andrew and Dave have a heart of darkness and don't want to give that poor man a touchdown. Uh, if it was a touchdown, we would have lost the game, first of all. Well, maybe. I felt <laughs> like he caught eight. it. His leg was broken in half or his knee was dis- dislocated. And then he put the ball down because he was in pain. But it was it wasn't like a drop. It was like a mo- – I don't know. He lost control of the ball. The, right. the rule is every, – everybody should know this by now. It's been a few years. The rule is you have to – Maintain control of the ball through the catch. That means when you hit the ground. That means even when you roll over 180 degrees. That means uh, even when you're doing your touchdown celebration, you still have to have control of the football. You may, cannot lose control of the football. I'm exaggerating. Even while interaction. Right. Even <laughs> you know, but yeah, and, and the ball, I mean, you can see on the replay that the ball comes loose as he's falling to the ground or just hitting the ground. Um, I mean, you got to hold on to it for a good bit of time, a few seconds uh, afterwards. And uh, he definitely lost a little bit of control. And then I think, and then I think, in addition, I think then at that point the ball actually hit the ground. Uh, yes. So yeah. I mean, it's, it's not a catch. Go, as he goes to the ground, and you know, I mean, he he, he didn't really catch him. He he was kind of coming to the ground as he had, as he started to have possession, and the nose of the football hits the turf and you see the ball start to come loose. You see it move in his hands. Like to me, that's a definition of a no catch. Yeah. To me, that's an easy call. Uh, Where was the face mask? I was in the dome. I didn't see a face mask on that call that they called on the saints defense. Was there a face mask on that at all? No. Did they show that anything on the replay? I mean, I don't know. The the referee was just like, I got to throw a flag. I got to hit the quota, but I feel like I felt like Kevin. The Saints got a shit ton of breaks in that game. I mean, you can argue the, the yeah, catch the wasn't catch. The, wasn't catch wasn't a catch. I mean, the the dude was off sides on a field goal, and the Saints yeah. get a first down. They fumbled that, but it was, it was down. Was that? I mean, Jeez, what's that? How dumb was the offside that, on the field? Yeah, goal? he wasn't like, like he was off sides by like a good yard, like. But I mean, we're getting we're getting those two thousand nine breaks. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So Kevin, the, the, like that, like that the Saints won and got lucky as shit. It actually makes me feel even better about twenty seventeen. Is that weird? Yeah, I I would agree with that. But is it is it do you do you feel like that the Saints are getting all these breaks? Do you feel does that make you feel better than even if they had like won thirty five to ten or something? Because I kind of do. Like I like that. Uh, I I. <sighs> Do I don't know about that. I, I I don't know if I would. I don't know if I feel better than if they had won going away. I think the fact that they played seemingly played down to their opponent and c- just couldn't get enough going on offense, yet the defense kept them in the game or c- kept 
just kept the game close and kept the Bears at bay. And the fact that they won at the end, despite all these things going wrong, despite the Bears getting the ball back with enough time to potentially win. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's. I'm I'm sure in, during the '09 season, maybe you were talking about it more, but teams teams get those lucky bounces. I mean, I didn't, or, or those handful of calls that just go their way. Yeah, I mean, I didn't feel like they were like. I mean, they were lucky. I felt like they were fortunate in the NFC Championship, and they were fortunate some in 2009. I felt like in 2010 they were lucky as fuck. Like they were really like an eight and eight team that like lucked their way to eleven and five. Like that team pulled games out the ass repeatedly. Like the da- remember the Dallas Thanksgiving game, the Cincinnati game, the Atlanta. Like they had a ton of close games in two thousand ten. You were just like, man, they got lucky again. But uh, Andrew, uh, we can all you can all answer this, but I'll start with you, Andrew. I have questions on Twitter from people. We'll get to the question to quite all the questions later. But uh, people are asking me: Is Marshawn Lattimore already the best Saints corner in the history of the team after seven <laughs> weeks? Like, no, and I'm like, eh, I, don't, I, mean, I don't, I don't. Is the it, answer is no. It's not hell no. I mean, he's. Pretty close. I mean, put it this way: if he keeps playing like this, he'll have the best season as as a Saints corner in history. Maybe. Like, I mean, Dave Weimer had nine interceptions, and Ashley Ambrose was really good in '98. But I mean, that's about it. Like, the list is fucking short. Yeah. But I mean, Dave and Kevin, do you think the he's dude a, is good? I mean, he's awesome. Is it, Dave and Kevin? Do you think he's already the best Saints corner in Saints history? I mean, like, if he continues to play like that for the rest of the season and then just, like, retires and only has that one season to go off of, then I could say, yeah, yeah, you know, he just rode off into the sunset. Um, uh, but, I mean, obviously, if he continues to play, uh, I'd say if he gets, I'd say if we get one more year like this out of him, I'd say then you could you could possibly say that. Yeah. Kevin, I feel like if we did. The- I've, got a, I've got a hot take. What go? Forget, forget history, forget all time, whatever. Um, I would argue that Marshawn Latimer may be the best player on this defense. Wow. Uh, I don't that, think that's, that's what I, I don't think that's a hot take at all. Uh, Camp Jordan. Over Camp Jordan. Camp yeah. Jordan's really good. I mean, Absolutely. He, Cam Jordan is really good. Cam Jordan is awesome. I mean, Marshawn Lattimore is really good. I, I think if you were to ask most NFL teams to evaluate those two players and pick one of the two right now, I think they take the shutdown corner over yeah, the defensive right. end. That's not a game changer, you know. I mean, yeah. he's he's really good, but he's he's not an explosive sack guy. He's just an all-around solid defensive end. All right, Kevin. Yeah. I'm not putting him down. I'm just saying Lattimore is I, – I think Lattimore might be more of a stud than Kim Jordan. All right, Kevin, I know your time is short. So before you get out of here, I want you to say your favorite Halloween candy, your worst Halloween candy, and give me a pick for the Saints game. The Saints are a six-point favorite. Uh, if I already know Kevin's going to say that candy corn's the worst. Yeah, actually, actually, I was getting ready to say, are we just all in agreement that candy corn is the dirt worst and we should just pick no. something else? No, I, I like candy, candy corn. corn. I wouldn't say it's the best, but I love candy corn. I love candy corn. I, 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 candy corn. 
knew Kevin was going to say that. Saints are a seven-point favorite. But so candy corn's the worst. That's wrong. Candy corn is great, if, especially wrong. if you mix it in things. It's very Kevin. Good. I don't know how you. I don't know how you answer a question wrong that is about personal opinion. But you managed to do it. Yes. So so <laughs> how so, is it that I'm? How is it that I'm the one out of the four of us with actual taste here? Uh, <laughs> the worst candy. The, yeah, and especially King Foodie, uh, D- uh, Dave, who's been sharing like photos of a time gone by when you know when he still had hair on his head like man <laughs> I, candy I didn't corn. i didn't share that photo maybe my wife should, did hey now, should, Ke- well, kevin if kevin if you're sitting in a room if you're sitting in a room and you're the only person uh that has a certain opinion maybe maybe you're the one that's wrong all right well kevin what's the best halloween candy then if there's yeah so many what, what's what's the saying if you know one asshole then that's right they're an asshole and if Everyone is an asshole. Then you're the asshole. <laughs> That's right. That something like that. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But aren't all four of us admitted assholes? Though? Yeah, we are. We are. I this am a scholar hard. and a gentleman, Kevin. This is true. <laughs> Point and an <Yeah>. asshole. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, shit. Um, yeah, Reese's Pieces are the best Halloween candy. Yeah, you somewhat redeemed yourself there. Yeah, yeah that. Uh, yeah. Reese's That's... Pieces are the best Halloween candy. And let's see, seven point fan. Are, are they at home or are they on the road? They're at home. Against the sucks. That bucks are so bad. <clears throat> hey, they so. almost beat the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they really didn't. So, Kevin. Yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take the Saints and uh, lay, lay the, the seven. Wow. Yep. And. Uh, yep. What, what, was was there any other question? No, there's no other question. <laughs> there's no other question. So I know your time is limited. Right. right, I gotta go. I gotta go get back to work. work. Well, thank you. Even though your candy corn opinion is wrong. Wrong. Yeah. Listen, wrong. listen. Every, the the listeners will vindicate me on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please comment now, all you listeners. Please comment on your hatred for candy corn or your yeah. love for candy. I'm telling. Listen, listen. What you need to do is put up a Twitter poll. On the put podcast right Twitter page, uh-huh. and just say "candy corn, trash or not trash." <laughs> That's it. Pass or fail on candy corn. Very I simple. I will after the show. Okay. All right. Thanks, Kevin. You're welcome. All right. So uh, before we, I, well, so before we get to the the game, I we ran out of time with Kevin, but the trade deadline is tomorrow at. Four o'clock, I think. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we've already had some fun stuff. Uh, the Patriots traded Jimmy Garoppolo to. Yeah, that was unexpected. To the Forty ers for a second round pick. Uh, Andrew, we went all off season wanting a corner, and we even thought like maybe during the year it would happen. You know, they because the Saints, if they were like five hundred and they were still, they'd still need a corner. Maybe New England wants to get something. Like I don't think they're doing the deal for the system corner, Malcolm Butler. Like they're okay at corner, but I still think they're the Saints. I must. I don't think. I don't know. They're, they're probably not going to do anything major, but I think they're not opposed to it doing something. What will they do if they do something today or tomorrow? Yeah, we were talking about this earlier today, Ralph, and you know we were, we were saying you know what positions do the Saints need? I mean, it's hard to name a player. Um, but, um, I just think if I were to guess, like who's a guy that could come in and actually play for them right now, I feel like it would either have to be a receiver, you know, who could come in and, 
and kind of be their number three or maybe even move ahead of Ginn um, or a linebacker. I mean, I still think, you know, Klein and Robertson are okay, but you know, they could certainly use, they could certainly find a guy that's better and, and maybe be an upgrade. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't think at this point Klein, I mean, I think he's, he's got the keys of the car and, you know, but Robertson's a guy that maybe could, could get bumped down again. So those to me are the two positions. Yeah. Corner's weird, man, because I mean, they just cut Sterling Moore. I mean, they cut yeah, the guy. That, Their best and this corner is before, last year. This is, this is before Delvin Brody <laughs> came back, um, and, and they cut him. And so that that's where they're at at corner. I mean, P.J. Williams is a guy they like, and he can't even get on the field because they just don't need him. You know, Crawley's playing really well, and, and Lattimore's playing even better. And, you know, at some point, Delvin Brody's going to come back. So, unbelievably, <laughs> of all positions – corner might be the deepest on the roster great and that's with pj williams not working out it's crazy and bro and bro hurt it's 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 bananas it's fucking insane it's insane but uh b-a-n-a-n-a-f by the way i I put the i put the twitter poll up about candy corn on the podcast twitter account all right and then i retweeted it on the saints on the csc account if you guys want to retweet too they have two hours to vote i made this quick candy corn it's delicious it's um, already got so nine votes wait how do we see the results here uh, yeah how are we doing so far trash 75 <laughs> percent oh come yes. on so what a bunch of kevins so uh, so but i mean like with people you're you're kevin held so i mean dave are you would you are you going to be all right like if the saints don't do anything at the trade, are you gonna be like, okay, it's it's cool, we're we're good. I think we can get to the playoffs as as we are. Or do you or are you gonna be like, they needed to do something? I mean, you know, they could always upgrade, but uh, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty comfortable. I'm pretty comfortable so far. You know, and at cornerback, you know, Delvin Bro, hopefully coming back. Um, hopefully he can contribute a little bit. I'm I'm not. I don't want even if he could, I wouldn't even want him to come in and be a starter. I like the chemistry. The the Lattimore Crawley chemistry, but um, I mean, it'd be good if they got, you know, maybe somebody along the offensive line, um, you know, again, running back kind of worries me. I'm a little worried about Ingram really making it through a full season. So, but I mean, so far so good, really. I mean, and, 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 you know, now, you know what, I'm not even going to say it, but injuries so far, not terrible because I mean the thing is with the Saints that they're, sure. they've they yeah, well sure. they got injured they've got they've had injuries look I mean you know and they they lost fair, fair they have they had they lost fairly they had Armstead get hurt in the offseason but I they, Andrew you know uh, your thing in the offseason you know I, you might even say this on the podcast in the in the offseason we're like if the injuries are going to hit them somewhere offensive line I don't I don't, I don't like talking about this I don't want I don't want to jinx it yeah offensive line and linebacker is like places that they can take it and it's it's hadn't been it hadn't been bad but you know uh i guess andrew i feel like wide receiver like you said they could they could get a guy and he could he could plug in with a package and he could get up to speed fast i feel like if they could get a defensive tackle to yeah to fill to 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 be even if it's like a fat guy or run stuffer they do feel a little weak up the middle like I that agree. would be helpful i just don't i don't mean to know i don't know a name i mean i know uh the giant the 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 colt signed i forget it i think his name is hankins 
Mm-hmm. And if they wanted to do a fire sale, he'd be a body. But the problem is that's a that they have to create that have to create space to take a decent guy. How they have two million dollars of casualties. How can they create if they needed to get if they had a defensive tackle or whoever that came or a linebacker that came loose and the Saints had to create seven million dollars of cap space? Can they do it? Like, is it not? Well, you know. I hate to I hate to bring this up because you know it's been pretty clear from Breeze's camp that you know he's he's not negotiating his contract until the end of the year, but I just feel like if they approach Breeze, I mean right now they're five and two and the defense is playing well for the first time in a long time, and I just feel like if they were desperate for financial flexibility to land a guy at five and two that they felt was going to make the difference between. You know, hey, we might sneak into the playoffs based on where we are now, or we might win this thing. Um, I just feel like they could approach Breeze and be like, hey, can we go ahead and just sign you for next year? Clearly, we fixed the defense. We're on the right track there. Clearly, you want to stay. We want you to stay. Uh, You know, it's not going to be another seven to nine year. Um, Things are more stable now. And I. I would say I would just say don't rule it out if they get desperate for some cash that they could float that by Breeze and that Breeze would cave. Well, I mean, they did. Because they, didn't they the do? Win. Didn't they do that when they almost went super YOLO for Josh Norman? Like they were talking to Josh Norman on the phone and they like told Breeze, yeah. they're like, if we get Josh Norman to come here, will you redo your deal and and, and basically it was going to be the two year deal. I think that like he ended up signing, like he was going to do something similar to that. If they could have got Josh Norman and Drew, and 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 Breeze That's was like, right. and he was like, cool, we'll do it. So like, yeah. but it's got it. That wouldn't be for like a little thing. Like it's got to be like a like a dude, like, like a, a blockbuster, like a whole. Yeah. Like I don't know, I don't know what that name would be. Like a Jarvis Bird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know who's a, the thing is though. I can't think of a defensive guy name that looks like like a wow name that would be available. You know, like I'm trying to think of. Of a team like who, who's who's doing like San Francisco? They don't really have. They're doing a fire sale, but they don't really have anybody great on defense, right? At linebacker, I mean, they got rid of. Nav- they wouldn't do Navarro Bowman, right? So who's who is that guy on the Jets that they were shopping for a while? The Richardson they traded him though, or they, oh, uh, Wilker- I guess Wilkerson. They, yeah, but the, Wilkerson. Yeah, I mean Larry Fitzgerald at receiver. Dave would would Drew Drew. Do something to fit Larry Fitzgerald in if Arizona blew it up. I mean, how much? How long? How much longer is, is Fitzgerald going to play? He might I mean, kind of like Drew, where he just keeps playing, he keeps making catches. Uh, you know, he keeps taking care of his body. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I think I think Drew and Fitzgerald are kind of are close, aren't they? I mean, they're friendly. Yeah. Uh, off the field, that would be but, like a one. No. Year, that'd be like a one year rental. But I mean, I, 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 I the the thing is, I. If you had to give it give it a percent chance, Andrew, that something like major happens, uh, and Kikaha getting traded isn't major, like that just that's just like oh it's, that'll be fun. We can talk about that tomorrow, but because I think that'll yeah. get done. But like I, like something like something something where we are doing an emergency podcast tomorrow night and talking about the Saints doing a trade. I, I don't think you can put it past Loomis, man. I think if the right deal becomes available, where He's got to do something crazy to make it happen, whether that's cap flexibility or whatever. I just the Saints are aggressive. That's always been their mindset in the front office. It's the way they draft. It's 
the way they acquire players. It's the way they call offensive and nothing, plays. And nothing's changed, right? That's the, their mindset. Like nothing has changed about the Saints' process. Like they're still aggressive, aggressive as fuck. Like they, they still trade up. They still do all. This. They're just better at their philosophy. Like the results are better, but nothing's changed about how they run their ship, right? Can we? No. no. So Dave, put a put a. Do you think it? Do you think it happens tomorrow that we we're doing an emergency podcast because they did something? YOLO. Mm, 15%. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think it's about, I think it's about 25. I just don't, I just, I think they, I think they would for certain do something at linebacker. I just don't think there's a, there's a guy that they can go and get that, you know what I'm saying? Like Navarro Bowman's kind of like, he was like the, the, the best you could do at this time of year, I think, with guys available and they, they took their shot and it just didn't it didn't work, you know? But I don't I don't I don't know like I mean I don't I don't know what teams are I don't I guess I don't we don't know enough about the, the, the truly horrible teams. Um but I mean San Francisco's clearly clearly rebuilding. Uh yeah, I don't I can't think of any names. Uh so let's get to uh the Twitter questions. Uh, Check in on the candy corn poll. What's going on with that? <laughs> the candy, the candy corn poll is candy corn update. I has was been brought to you by. I I House. was I was pounding candy corn and uh, praline pecan Canadian whiskey uh, yesterday, yesterday and during all these Astros playoffs. Sixty four percent trash, eighty seven votes. <sighs> It's not looking good. It's not looking good, man. It's not looking good. Uh, so we got questions. Uh, this is from Riker. Was I tripping when I saw Marcus Williams take a smart angle on the long run in the fourth? Don't our safeties usually overrun those? Andrew, is that true? Is is Marcus Williams taking good angles? And you don't hear a lot about him. You hear a lot about all the other rookies in the class. But you don't hear too much about him. And he yeah, and he starts. He's been hit, he's been hit or miss for me. He's been hit or miss. I mean, you know, he had that incredible interception. Um, you know, at times he, he's made some nice tackles, um, but I've yet to be truly impressed by but him. But I mean, he's not I, like I, like he's just—it's just a normal rookie campaign for a yeah. guy that's good enough to start. Yeah. Like it's like he's not like regressing, or you're not like you aren't like going, "Oh my God, this team is is this team." No, I mean, he, no, no. We lost Dave. He'll call back. Uh, I also said to tell your favorite Halloween candy, your uh, and five describe five and two in five words. Mel says Lattimore Island is for real. Like Lattimore is, he's he's ridiculous, Andrew. Like really fucking. And, and the thing is, like he's going he's going to win Defensive Player of the Year if the Saints win 10 games or more Lattimore is going to win rookie of the year because the Saints defense will be better and people will look at him and it won't it doesn't matter how many interceptions he has or doesn't have the media will look at the Saints and be like they're good again their defense is good Lattimore is a big reason why we're voting him does that make it like you know what I'm saying like I don't think necessarily he has to build a huge stat case as far as like interceptions or pass defense like if the Saints make the playoffs well he, you know, he's really lucky that he's in the PFF era you know because I do think people recognize and give credit to players that maybe 
don't put up huge stats. Yeah. You know, I mean, Cam Jordan's another one. I just feel like Cam Jordan is getting a lot more respect now because of PFF grades and people realize what a good run defender he is. And it's not just about sack. his sack total, which, which have been nice this year. Um, but, um, you know, in general, I think those guys, I mean, if they had been around 10 years ago, you know, where Lattimore had two picks and then people stopped throwing to him. I just think the average football fan wasn't looking that way yeah. back then. Um, so uh, so f- for that reason, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, uh, Dave's back. There's Dave. Dave, are you back? I'm back. There we go. Uh, Mel asked this question. Dave, pick one. The Saints can acquire a wide receiver, tight end, or linebacker before the trade deadline. You have to pick. Tight end. Ooh, that's... Pretty easy. That's an interesting choice. I just don't think there's any way that's going to happen. No, there's not. No. Because, because, Because right now... They're paying Fleener seven million a year. They're paying Who Man three million a year. They pay, and, no, they don't pay Who Man three million. Do they pay him three million a year? Yeah, I think so. Oh my god! I know they they pay. <laughs> I know Josh Hill. No, got, they don't. They I thought do I know Josh Hill got three years, six million from the Bears, and they matched it. I can't. They, they pay Who Man three million dollars a year. I feel like uh, that's. I thought Who Man had like a three-year, nine million dollar deal or something. <sighs> that maybe that seems high. Yeah, that's maybe I'm wrong. But even if yeah. even well, if so did so did so did so did that ten million dollars a year for Fleener or whatever. Even if I'm right yeah. and it's Fleener's getting seven and Whoman's getting two and Josh Hill's getting two, that's eleven million dollars a tight end. That's a lot. That, so that was that's my point. Like I just who they barely know. use. <laughs> I just don't. I don't think they're going to give up more assets. For like it, they they've already overspent on that position. I just don't I'm, think. I'm surprised that I'm not saying I thought Fleener was going to be like an 80 catch and turn into Jimmy Graham, but I didn't think he would regress from 50 catches and good every now and then. Fleener, I called that at the beginning of the year. Yeah, you did. Like he he is totally like like a very very expensive uh, end table at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Better, ooh, this is a good question, Andrew. Better pick Lattimore or Kamara? I think it's pretty easy, though. Lattimore, not it's not close. What? Kamara's good. Kamara's good, though. I mean, like he is. No, I'm, I'm glad they. Have. I mean, honestly, this offense is kind of devoid of playmaking talent. He's he's kind of the only one. You know, I mean, Mike Thomas is obviously great, and he's having a good season. But um, I mean, Kamara is the most dynamic weapon they have uh alex asks. uh he says coffee crisp is mvp of halloween thoughts on coffee crisp dave i feel like you're the candy aficionado what's coffee crisp it's like a kind of it's kind of like a kit kat but it's coffee flavored oh it's pretty good oh i've never heard of this i i need to get some of this right now it's good i need to try it uh, I'm a big I'm a big fan of the new like weird M and M flavors like coffee nut and caramel, and I'm I'm I'm. Uh, I'm Dave, you need to pound some coffee crisp uh, and then report back for Halloween and then report back for the next podcast. <laughs> Dylan is, is is coffee crisp like the whoa, whoa Ralph Ralph we're not done with this yet. <laughs> um, is is coffee crisp like is that like the name brand? Like if I walked into a store, I'd say, hey, can I get some coffee crisp? Uh yeah, I think so. They have they have different they have like they have coffee flavored chocolate candy is kind of like a new um a new thing, you know? 
Oh, okay. It's a yeah. Nestle. It's a Nestle. Coffee, Coffee Crisp is a Nestle product. You know. Um, okay. You know, if you like, you know, what's funny is that I don't even, I don't even, I, I don't drink coffee. I, I've never drank coffee in my entire life. Uh, I think people that drink coffee are weak. Um, <laughs> and uh, but I love coffee flavored things. I, well, I get your energy from caffeine when you can get it from pure sugar. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it's it, if you like coffee and you like Kit Kat, like I'm eating coffee candy cri- right now. Coffee crisp is strong. Dylan asks. Thoughts Meeting Power on, Rangers fruits next. Thoughts thoughts on the Saints now being eighteen to one odds to win the Super Bowl. Dylan, I got the Saints at fifty to one. So, uh, oh, did you? How much? Uh, I went two grand, whatever that, whatever. So you put down like two bucks. Yeah, it wasn't. Well, my wife was in Vegas. My wife was in Vegas. <laughs> my, wife. On, my wife was in Vegas on a wedding. She bet the Saints to win the Super Bowl and the Astros to win the World Series. The Astros ads. Wow. The Astros. Wow. The Astros ad, odds were terrible though. So, what is it like four hundred bucks? So it's not like, I think she bet like twenty five on the Astros and fifty on the Saints. Like it's not like it wasn't. Um, it wasn't like huge amounts. Um, but uh, I mean, the Saints. The Saints. There are. I mean, the NFC. Andrew, it's Philadelphia, and besides Philadelphia, who do you think on the NFC is definitely better than the Saints? The Rams. You think the Rams? Oh, I don't know, man. I, I wouldn't like. I wouldn't. The Rams are a complete team. Didn't their? I thought their defense was pretty bad. Like they're. Yeah. Like they're. I don't know, they man. They got they got Tanzel Smart. They got Tulane's own Tanzel Smart. Backing up Aaron Donald. Yeah, not the starting. Rams yeah. are, the Rams are 15th in defense, which I thought they'd be a little higher. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think they have a high potential to play better based on the people they have, though. Yeah, but, but I wouldn't be like, like if, they play, if the Saints played the Rams in a playoff game, I wouldn't be like... Michael Brockers has been insanely good for them, by the way. Well, I mean, they just, they got rid of the Jeff Fisher disease, and they... Not only that, just getting rid of Jeff Fisher, I think would. Have I'm won. still waiting for the Saints to impress me. You know, I mean that that's part I, of it. I mean the the win streak has impressed me, but they were good against Carolina. I, I thought they were really I'm, good against. I'm waiting Carolina. for Michael Thomas to impress me. <laughs> I was. I mean, they were good against Carolina. I thought. I mean, they they stomped Carolina into the ground. Like, look, this isn't me like being a negative fan. I mean, Breeze has said in the press like, I still don't think we played our best game. Like, I'm glad that we're we get to learn and, and correct our mistakes as we're winning because that's much better than, you know, losing, losing and learning the hard way. And Sean Payton said, you know, we're still searching for four quarters of perfect football. I mean, I'm not, I'm not just being like doomsday here. I mean, it's the, the coaching staff is saying this. I mean, yeah. you, they're, they're, they're not, they, they have not played that well. Now it's awesome that they're five and two. I don't get me wrong. I'm pumped and I'm really enjoying first place because it's been a long time coming, but I think if long term, like how sustainable is this? Uh, they've got to get better offensively on third down. Yeah, they can't be. They're they're nineteenth on third down, and that's like that is unspeakably bad for the Sean Payton era. I think they've never been lower than sixth in the Sean, yeah. on third down. So like being nineteen, it's just unspeakably. But Dylan asked Dave, are Saints fans spoiled brats complaining about a team when we're five and two? Just as Andrew. Yeah, I was gonna say something about you guys earlier. I mean, you guys were. For a team that was five and two, you guys were right out of the gate talking about what, what everything that was wrong. No, I love it because they're winning. They're win, they're winning <laughs> on 
they, they like, got yeah, lucky yeah. and they're not even playing well and they're winning. Like I'm I'm excited because they 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 can get better. I don't feel like I don't feel like they've played really well and and they've played. They've really had a good first half against Detroit. Well, no, they play. They haven't. Yeah, that, even, they haven't played. Was if if yeah. if you told me the Saints were five and two and they were playing like they were playing, I would have expected them, Andrew, to be in a bunch of coin flip games and just be lucky at the end. And you'd be like, man, they're five and two, but they have got to stop playing these close games because they're not going to go in their favor. But they're five and two, and this game was the first game that was a one score game. Like they're five and two. Green Bay, they had total control of the game with five minutes to go. Detroit, it got a little, it got a little loose, but with five minutes to go, the game was decided. Carolina, they blew them out. The, Miami, they that game once it got to thirteen nothing, you were like, Miami can play till next week. They're not fucking scoring. So that like, so you know what I'm saying? So like that's like they're, but they're definitely offensive problems because you know what? I think I'm not in front of a computer, but I think the last four or five games or whatever, the Saints defense has only allowed like. 10 points in the fourth quarter or something ridiculous yeah, the Saints like are that. They shut it down in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Well, so uh, if, if, if you're, if you're concerned about their performance late in games, it's you're talking about the offense. No, obviously. I am. It's that, like the, the, the thing is like, I don't, I, I don't have it in front of me, Andrew, but I, I would, who was the last team to win or go deep into the playoffs that wasn't in like the top 15 on, on third down conversions on offense. No, you know, I have no idea. Like I don't, yeah. I don't either. But I, that would be something where, like, I would think you'd be hard pressed to find a team that was just. I mean, you you can find teams like the, you know, the Giants. Probably the Broncos. Who, I bet the Broncos. The two, oh, the two thousand nine. Oh, what was it? Twenty fifteen. Yeah. Let's take a look. Take a look. It's in a book. Uh, a reading rainbow. So reading rainbow. Let's see. We got I can, can do anything. Let's see. Twenty fifteen. Uh, third down percentage. Let's see. The uh, the Rams were really high on third down percentage, which was which was. Uh, which was odd that year. Uh, the Den- Todd Gurley was a beast. Straight. The Denver Broncos completed. They were. T- they were. Um, no, that can't be right. The Saints are too far. I'm, 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 I think I'm looking at defense. Yeah, that's 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 defense. That's that's why. Let's Leave it to Ralph to to fuck it up. Yep. Yeah. Uh, do, do, do Denver was. They were forty percent, so they were twelve. So even they, even they were like, mm. not bad. Not, I mean, the Saints need to get. They'll, they'll have to go away. They're nineteenth. They need to go away. But oh, Cajun Alaskan says, uh, my favorite Halloween Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> Reese's peanuts, peanut butter from a jar. My son is allergic to peanuts, and I miss it. Don't judge me. Uh, I feel you. I love some peanut butter. Uh, This is is too bad Kevin isn't here. Andrew, does Bill Belichick sign Kaepernick just to give the league a big middle finger? I like it. No, because Kraft is a Trump supporter, man. Like... That's the thing, like oh, all the all right. these all these NFL owners, man, they're like they, they, they don't wear the Make America Great hats cause in public because you know they just that's shamed upon, but they, they like all are 
I mean, but I mean, look, billionaires are rich and billionaires. I mean, that's just the, the way of the world. I mean, billionaires are rich. Yeah. They like money. They like tax breaks. That's And they're, that's and they're really old. Most yes. really old people are racist. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not. He's not wrong. You show me if uh, you show me somebody that's eighty-five, over the age of eighty-five, and white, and lives in the South, and it's not racist, and I'll show you a liar. Uh, I mean, like, I mean, just you know. Um, uh, let's see. Do we have any? Uh, how many picks does Vladimir finish the year with, Andrew? That's from Jacob. What does he have now? Three. Two. 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 He has okay. two and seven games, although he missed a game. Yeah. Right? From yeah. the concussion. So really two and six games. So he's getting one every three games. Um, you know, I think four or five. Think I'll say I'll say five. I'll say f- I'll say f- I'll say four. I just feel like teams are just gonna like they're just like we're Yeah, picks are gonna be harder to come. Like I just feel him. like we're we are we are uh, we are one more huge Lattimore game where he's like lights out and has a pick six or a big pick where teams are just like, we're not fucking throwing at you anymore. Like you get, yeah, but, but here's the thing. I, I think two things. I think number one, if Crawley was God awful garbage on the other side, then it would be easier for teams. Cause they'd be like, yeah, we're not throwing can. him because the, the other corners trash, but he's playing well. And number two, like the Saints are already putting Lattimore against the best receiver every week, so like they're just going to play teams where, you know, like and he's still a rookie, and we still have faith in our number one receiver. So, ah, uh, that I don't know. I I just I don't think I don't think Lattimore is so good and so proven yet. The teams are are not are going to shy away from throwing to their number one receiver. Yeah, Patrick says feels like bathing. Falcons tears. That's our five, five and two and five words. And this JBR says, please just beat lousy Tampa, which brings us Andrew to your pick for the Tampa game. Tampa is a seven point underdog in the Superdome. Tampa, I mean that's Ralph A plus. Yeah, Tampa is a Tampa is a hot goal. I feel like if the Saints curb stomp curb stomp Tampa, Dirk Cutter's going to get fired on Monday. Like I feel like that's in play. Not that it'll happen because the Saints struggle with Tampa a lot of times, but it, Andrew, I feel like it's in play because Tampa was supposed to be good and they are not. I think the Saints are going to win. Um, I, 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 Saints Tampa is always a tough game. I mean, I think it's an NFC South opponent. Tampa seems to always play well in the dome, um, and I, I think the Saints are going to play well. I think it's just going to be a tough, hard, hard fought game. I think the Bucks are. You know, they, they've been poor and they probably look at this as like their last chance to stay in it, you know, because the other teams in the NFC, everybody's winning. You know, everybody has a winning record except Tampa. So I think it's going to be tough. Um, I, I also think they have a good defense, which is, you know, and the Saints offense hasn't been great. Oh, boy, so. gives the Saints fucking fits. He, he's always owned them. And, you know, he's, he's going to go up against Senio um, Calamete. So... You know, I think it's going to be Saints 27, Bucks 24, and I think it will just come down to Jameis Winston not being 100%, not being super accurate because of his shoulder issues. And I think it's going to end kind of like the Saints-Bears game. He's going to throw a pick late. So who's your MVP? Uh, I think I think defense again. 
Um, I'm going to go with Cam Jordan. Dave, your pick for the game. Tampa is 29th in yards allowed on defense. <clears throat> they got, and they give up well, 24 I think, uh, points a week. I think my colleague, Mr. Andrew Juge, was uh, pretty spot on. I mean, I, I think I think it's not going to be a cakewalk like everybody would expect. You know, you can't just look at the 2-5 and five record and, and assume they're going to steamroll. Uh, like Andrew said, this is an NFC South game. This just feel like a game where Doug Martin's just going <laughs> to own us on the ground. Um, <coughs> so, uh, you know, I, I'd say... I'd say even lower scoring. You know, I'll, I'll say twenty-three to twenty. Um, if I was a betting person, if they're really given seven points, I'd, I'd, I would take the Bucks um, with the points. And um, now the good news is the Bucks don't really seem to get turnovers, and they don't really seem to get sacks. They cannot. You know? they, 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 Simeon Rice, who's like forty, was telling was telling the Bucks on Twitter. He's like, "I'm forty. Sign me up. I can help your pass rush." <laughs> and people were not people were not like saying that's completely ridiculous. They were like, "Well, <laughs> um the the Tampa, they can't get sacks and their pass defense is 28." I don't know. That's the, but di- give me give me So maybe this is this is the Saints defense waking up. This yeah. Week? Well, I, I I think definitely in a in a close game like this, I definitely think uh there's going to be somebody on some somebody on defense that's going to have a great game and come up big. So don't forget uh, the also have um, Brent Grimes, who always does well against the Saints. Yeah, yeah. when when he was with Atlanta. Um, so I'll say uh, I'll say Lattimore. I'll say Lattimore. Maybe he'll get like a pick six or something like that. Right. But I'm also I'm also still Michael Thomas. I'm waiting on you, buddy. Come on, buddy. <laughs> I feel like waiting on that big game. I you know I, I hate it because I I said that the Saints would 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 beat the Bears really badly and they didn't. I feel like if the Saints don't score 30 on Tampa, it's time to worry about the offense because Tampa is – their secondary is garbage. They can't sack the quarterback. They're 28th in pass defense. Like if the Saints can't light Tampa up at home on defense, there's a problem with this offense. Now, I'm kind of surprised – the Bucks are so bad on defense because they ended the year incredibly injured. well last they're year. In, their, secondary is, their secondary and linebackers are all injured. They're like beat to hell. Who are they missing? They're missing uh, – who's the who's the linebacker they have from LSU? Uh, that really good – Juan Alexander? Yeah, they're missing him. They're missing – I think they're missing three of their top five corners. Uh, they, they For a while, they didn't have any safeties. Like they're just – they're injured to all hell. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I – like – I feel like the Saints, for whatever reason, are going to struggle against Jameis Winston. For I think, I think the the defense is going to. They've had so many good weeks. Like their young kids are going to struggle, and I think it's going to be thirty four twenty seven Saints. Um, and they're going to have. It's going to be like it's going to be one of them performances where you're like, oh man, the kids. They're, you know, like like Williams will take a bad angle. Crawley will just have a bad game. Like I, like we're, we, I feel like they, either one of you can join. I feel like we're getting a little spoiled. We kind of forget that they have like eight first and second year guys playing. You know, and they're just they're. I feel like on defense they're like due for a clunker game, and it's time for like Breeze and the offense to pick up pick their ass up. You know, and after the game. 
Breeze will be MVP because Breeze is going to have he's going to have one of his thirty for thirty five, three fifty and four games, and he and he's going to be he's going to be like it's about time that I was awesome and picked up the team because they've been picking me up the last month, and that's I think Drew Breeze going to be the MVP of the game, thirty four twenty seven. I like Saints. that prediction. What's that? I like that prediction. You know, and I mean, because the thing is, like Breeze, he's positive, but he's kind of been like down after these games. Like I feel like he's excited about the winning but he doesn't like the fact that he's not being awesome does that make that yeah. is that it in dave or Andrew, dave am i am i reading that wrong like i feel like breeze kind of down after these games uh I, I think it's valid i think it's valid you know um i mean he, he's barely on pace to break four thousand yards at this point yeah you know like granted, I'm not. I'm not saying. I mean, I we all know Drew Brees. He cares about his stats a lot. I'm not saying that like he he values the stats over winning. But like, I feel like he's looking at it and be like, "We're winning, but we can get better. I got to get better, and I want to roll." You know, like he he needs to drop one of those games. Like like he needs to drop one of those home games, like he did against the Raiders last year, where he was like, "Holy shit, unbelievably awesome." And I think. Uh, we hadn't had one. They lost that game. Well, they did lose that game because their defense was trash. But I think if he plays like that against Tampa, like even if the defense is bad, they'll... he played like that because his defense was trash and he had to fucking throw the goddamn ball so many times. Well, I think it'll be like that against. I think it'll be like that a little bit Sunday, and they'll win, Dave. That's what I'm saying. Okay. But six and two is six and two. Uh, so that about goddamn right it is. <laughs> so that about. Uh, wraps it up. Did, uh, did, didn't the Saints? Did the Saints sweep the box last No, week? they lost sixteen to eleven at Tampa. You know, remember that game? That was the game where like Brandon Cooks dropped the touchdown, Cadet dropped the touchdown, and then the Saints were just like, it was just like a like a horrible watching experience. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it rings a bell. So, all right. So, <laughs> yeah. for, for that was about half of the games last season. So, yeah, yeah. For for Kevin, who has a very wrong opinion about candy corn, but we still love him. For Andrew, <laughs> for Dave, uh, happy Halloween. Until next week, the bar is closed. Go Astros!